if you're still finding your way. That's Buddhist. Even if you've got it all figured out. That's Buddhist. I want to hear what you've got to say. That's Buddhist. It's Bullish with Toro. Hi. <clears throat> Let's give a little startup toast. Cheers. You see me sweating over here? To Barbados. Well, you're in the sun, so it's rather be sweating right now, you know? Yeah. I guess you're accustomed to the cold. I know, but I shouldn't be because I'm of the islands and the mountains, being Jamaican and Nigerian. <laughs> that don't mean you ain't going to sweat, though. <laughs> I know. I sweat a lot. Me that's too. why I was like, do you sweat a lot? Me too. Because I least, recognize game recognized skin game. Too. <laughs> So that's why I always have to be on par with my face, you know, making sure the face is... Avoid with any blackheads and stuff like that. Because when you got oily skin, you just be sweating every day, every second, single second in this heat. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you say your name again, Macalmonte. Macalmont. 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 Okay. Simple. Um, apparently it ain't that simple. All right. <laughs> I <didn't realize> that <laughs> for, for all my life, I've been getting Montgomery, <laughs> Macalmont, <laughs> Macalacatal. Jello. Okay, okay, mix it, chopped up. All can different. I don't even know. Like it's, just, it's been a mess to be honest. From since primary school, it's been a mess with my last name. All right, you got so. all this. Like, yeah. Like, okay. Um, all right, let's begin. How do I open this usually? Let me remember. I haven't done an episode in like three months, two or three months. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bullish with Toro. This is Toro, and I'm here today with... Akeem McCalmont. Hey, Akeem. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? What's going on, people? What's going on? I'm really happy to have you here today. Happy as well to be here to share my experiences with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. So I met Akeem at a restaurant called Cocktail Kitchen in Barbados in St. Lawrence Gap. And we basically uh, hit it off. And here we are today. So do you know why I asked you to be on this podcast? No, I'm actually interested why you picked me out of all the millions. I mean, not millions, but I mean thousands oh. of people living here. You know? <laughs> why you, you found interest in me? Well, I want this season to really focus on people from Barbados. Yeah. And so while out here, I've made a lot of friends, most from the States or from the United Kingdom or from Canada. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't have too, too, too many local friends who I feel comfortable enough to be like, hey, come to my house and let's do an episode. So, <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. Um, you work at Cocktail Kitchen and what are you doing over there? Oh, right now I'm a waiter there at Cocktail Kitchen. Um, the head chef there is Damien Leach and he's a really top chef, you know, won many awards and stuff like that. It's a great local spot. They do like um, Barbados, Barbadian cuisine. Mm-hmm. You know, their own concept of it and stuff like that. Elevate it to fine dining experience. So it's a it's a nice little job there. You know, I'm comfortable there right now. So, yeah. All right. Well, before we get into more of that, we're going to take a quick moment to warm up. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have you do an exercise uh-huh. while I throw rapid fire questions at you. All righty. I'm going to try to be <laughs> as good as possible because... I'm not really sure what you're going to ask. And Akeem's about to take a sip of this delicious cocktail that we're drinking. Can you guys hear that ice? We drink it all brigand. You don't know how we keep it in BIM. They right. <laughs> One night, man. What's in this? So right now we're drinking all brigand rum. We also have some honey. 
obviously sponsored by Toro. Yes, could be at her place. And some lime juice and some Angostura bitters. Just Easy. to top it off, you know. All right. Well, you think about what exercise you're going to do and we're going to get started. All right. Let's go. Okay, cool. So what exercise do you want to do? Like a physical exercise? Yeah. I guess push-ups maybe? You can do push-ups. Oh, All right. So, so you can take the mic down with you. All right. So is it like a certain amount of time that I have to do this? Yep. It's only a couple questions. It won't be too long. All oh, right. I have to do exercise while doing this? Well, yeah. I'm going to throw questions at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm um, going to ring the bell and then we're going to get started. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's your astrological sign? Cats. What's your favorite food? Chicken roti. What's your favorite rum? Keep moving. Bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your best restaurant on the island? Buzo Osteria Italiana. Favorite genre of music? Alternative. Favorite drink to make? The fastest. <laughs> <laughs> favorite karaoke song? Mm, linger, cranberries. Oh, favorite color? Orange. Favorite smell? Blue. Name Blue. one of your favorite cancers. Um, this is taking you too long, and you should have an obvious answer to yeah, pick right now. Yeah, basically. Um, favorite cancer sign? No, no, maybe actually. No, you have to name your favorite cancer, like a favorite one of your favorite cancers that you know in your life. I would say, oh, God showed up more right. Wow, guys. Um, I'm a cancer time. You're done. <laughs> I'm a Cancer, and this was a, a layup um, for Akeem, which he just blew. And he's still doing push-ups, which is pretty noble. All right. <laughs> All right, come on up. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that was purposeful. Because <laughs> I know you said you hear it when people walk away from you. So. Oh! I just walked away Yes, you did. <laughs> Shots fired. Speaking of sweat, Akeem is now sweating profusely. And uh, that's good. The point is to warm up, get your body ready. Now we begin. So the name of this podcast is Bullish with Toro. So what do you think about when you hear the word bullish? Honestly, mm -hmm. first word that clips in mind is bullying people, like bullish. Like, But I guess it's more like you're trying to push the barrier or something yeah i like that yeah um the definition that i've been running with is hopeful or confident that someone or something will be successful optimistic about the future of something or someone mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about what you're up to now where you want to go and hopefully that's leading towards success okay. so let's begin let's take a step back what kind of a kid were you growing up on the island of barbados <sighs> troublesome oh very much so i um i grew up with a single mother and you know things were a bit hard difficult so it took time for me to get to learn myself and understand the way the world kind of works sometimes and back in school days i wasn't always the most focused individual you know i had a lot of issues so very much troubled i would say I used to get a lot of fights i got suspended like more than 10 times from secondary school, which is like high school. Mm -hmm. In case some people want to know, like, secondary? Yeah, high school. Well, I got kicked out of boarding school, so. We have something in common, common right? You know? <laughs> We're both deviants. As my mom might say. 
But yeah, um, it was a tough childhood, but I made it through. Most definitely, for sure. Um, after a while, it started to catch on. It started to realize like, I wanted certain things for myself. I wanted to be a certain person. And I wanted to live life how I see I think, or how I think I should live it, you know? So I stopped with a bit of the trouble and started to pick up the books. Mm-hmm. At least I left school with a few diplomas. You know, felt a little accomplished with that, especially after two shout-outs and my ex-vice principal who said, oh, you're going to end up in jail oh. by 21. Oh, so proved him wrong. Proved him wrong, you know? Still breaking barriers, yeah. Nice. Do you have any siblings? Only child from my mother's side. And my dad has a few kids, so you could say that, yeah. Okay, we count those. So you mentioned that you are at Cocktail Kitchen now as a waiter. What is it like working in a restaurant in Barbados, especially with tourism being such a large part of the economy? You must see so many different people all the time, different personalities. How's that? <sighs> Stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a job that you have to be mentally be ready for it every day. You can't go into it thinking today's going to be a bad day because your attitude is going to make it definitely a bad day Mm -hmm. because the people that you meet, they have their own problems, but they're coming out to spend their money to have a good experience. So sometimes you have to just leave all of your issues at home and deal with what's going on there right now, you know? So you meet all different types of people. For the general, most part, most people, locals and tourists, when they come out, they're not on a, I'm going to try to be as difficult as possible you know they're mm-hmm. just come to have a good time get a few drinks eat some good food you know and go back home to have their fun or whatever you know um but yeah you meet all different types of people people with all different types of personalities some people ask you the most random questions sometimes the most personal questions too yeah you'd be surprised like you would all oh, i've had People ask me, like, oh, you married just out of the blue? Like, I mean, I don't know. Mm. You should just be asking those sort of questions. And you see you better to just advice. Like, not everyone is me who's very open, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed you wear a ring on your left finger. And when I was working in New York City as a canvasser, so those are the people who are on the streets trying to stop you from walking to, like, sign up and support some, some cause. Yeah. So mine was Children's International. And we were, I was getting um, sponsors for children in South America. Okay. And my mom gave me this ring to put on my left finger so that when I'm standing out in the streets, nobody would kind of ask me questions like that. Okay. So I believe you wear this as a style choice, but do you find when you wear the ring that people treat you differently? Yeah, actually, very. that's a really good question, yes. Um <sighs> To even touch on it, it might be a little uncomfortable. For who? For some women. Oh. You know. But I, I think a lot of women seem to like married guys, maybe. Oh. I think not to just sell out their secrets, but from the responses <laughs> I get, you know, it's like, oh, um, you're married? Oh, someone must have been very lucky. Like, mm-hmm. or, you know, like they're just making it seem like they want you. Right. You know? Because someone else has you. Well, um, we have a, a Bico ice cream truck driving by for the second time in about 10 minutes. So I don't know why it's come back. Guess maybe we need to get ice cream. I've got some of the coconut cream in the freezer. Please hold. Mm. 
This almost tastes like there's a little bit of cherry in there. Is that the bitter? That's the bitters that you got tasting coming through. Um, but yeah, so you meet a lot of women, you know, and they think you're married, so they think there's something valuable about you. A woman sees value that she said yes to you, you know, so mm -hmm. automatically it's like, oh, if a woman decides to spend the rest of your life with you, then what is there that I should find out about, you know? So you get women hitting on you sometimes and flirting and, you know, it's all fun and games, you know, sometimes, but... I just let that be that, you know, because mm -hmm. obviously I'm there to do a job. I'm there to be professional yeah. and trying to like, you know, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of professional, we, <laughs> we got to pause for this ice cream truck back again. My another gosh. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same one making same a one, U-turn, but, but <laughs> another, another time. Man. Guys, this is raw and uncut right here, baby. This is what very it is. Been so, like very much. I, I actually like it like that. No lime, my salt, no bitters. You know, just <laughs> give me it raw or cut. I want the truth. I want everything. I need to know who I really dealing with. That's just how I live my life. So yeah. And there, it goes. You've said BIM. What is BIM for the folks who don't know? BIM. You mean? BIM. Well, BIM is the nickname that we call Barbados. Um, BIM Town, Barbados. There are a few different nicknames you can call it. Um, but BIM is a very popular one, yeah. Isn't it? I think I heard that it was something like Bimshire. And it was the name of this island before it was called Barbados. Yeah. Something like that. I'm not a historian of the <laughs> island, so... Don't shoot me down, but I'm not 100% sure if that's right or what. But I know for sure BIM is a correct one that we use. But I've, I've heard Bimshire, but it's not mm. very popular in the streets here. Okay. You normally hear BIM, BIM Town, Barbados, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of different ways to describe Barbados. There's also Bayesian. Yes. So, so Akeem speaks with a Bayesian accent. Accent, yep. Mm-hmm. Anything more you want to say about this restaurant life? Um, I love it. You know, you get to meet lots of different people. That's how I met you, you know, in the restaurant industry. And I feel like it's given me a lot of exposure for myself personally, you know, to meet different people and challenge myself every day. Because when I was younger, you know, I was always a bit, a little bit self-conscious about, you know, how people may perceive you and take mm -hmm. you. And I just said, I'll just keep on being myself, you know. And actually, when I was doing my classes to learn how to do mixed drinks and be a waiter and fine dining and stuff like that, um, the teacher at that time, he told me, you should really do it. You have a personality that people seem would seem to gravitate towards. So I really pushed it and went with it. So as I got out, first job I got was at Sandals, mm. Barbados. And I was really good, actually, to land your first job at Sandals, which is like a really top hotel, if not... yeah. Number one, maybe number two or three. Yeah, huge resort. Yeah, most definitely. And you meet crazy ass people there, bro. Sandals, like Sandals has some very unique guests. I actually had one time a guest come to me and she's like, why is it raining? And I'm like, huh? Like, I'm, I'm a bit baffled because I just got into work. I'm just trying to set up the bar. And she's like, why is it raining? Why is it raining? I'm like, because it's, you know, in my head, I'm like, it's raining. That what you want me to do? Like, she's like, this is Barbados. It's not supposed to rain. I'm like, so then another guy's there. He's looking at she like, like another English guy. He, this, she was American or Canadian or something. And 
the English guy was there. He's like, she thinks you're having Harry Potter or something. Or like, what well, she wants you to do, just wish away the brand. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But obviously, they have this expectation of sand, sea, fun, everything. Sun. Yeah, sand. So everything has to be perfect for them. They're spending lots of money as well. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm very conscious of and aware of. And I appreciate it because obviously, like, you know, Barbados relies on tourism. So mm-hmm. you have to look at the bigger picture, you know. Sometimes you just got to bypass the personality and just still do your job and make sure that they, they have a good time, you know. And after they get a few drinks, they loosen up a bit, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. like, everyone does. So Yeah, Barbados in general is pretty expensive. Um, but there are definitely places where you can, it's affordable to eat. You just kind of have to know, I would say, the locals. Yeah. Just take you out to know, you know, get off get off the gap, get off the south, stay away from the west. <laughs> diamond course, diamond price. Is that what they call it? Yeah, they call it the diamond course. Because um, Sandals is, not Sandals, Sandy Lane. It's Sandy Lane, that's right. Five Diamond Resort, so they call it the diamond course. And I think that's the reason for it, yeah. And there's whole town and a lot of top, top bars mm-hmm. so the prices there are top as well you know the Nikki Beach of St. Peter which is the same west side and mm-hmm. that's where all the money people go and spend their money and you know ball out buy big bottles of you know Moets and mm-hmm. Don Perignon and Don Julio 1942 you name it they have mm-hmm. it Ace of Spades yeah so you well you used to there. work on the west coast at Jamestown right yeah I think I'm going there on Friday to be honest but yeah, it was a good a good experience being there at Jamestown. This is a good segue before actually we we move on. I think this is a good time for the the question of this podcast. Okay. And that question is, Akeem. Hey. Are you doing what you want to be doing with your life? Currently, yes. Honestly, yes. Um, I'm not really into the whole. You know, like being in an office, I realized I like to just meet people and I realized I would like to be outside, you know. So I had to find something that I like to do and have a passion for it. Because for me, like if I'm going to do something, I need to like it, you know. So before I actually used to did um, labor work and carpentry work and, you know, construction work basically. And it was hard work, but you were still outside. So I still enjoyed it because I'm outside and it skills you're learning and you're wrong you know, different people, even though the environment may not be the most ideal, you still learn. I try to learn something from everyone, anyone that I meet, even if it's a guy that's just sitting on the road to someone who's in a, you know, buttoned up white collar. You get it. So, um, yeah, I, lo- I love what I do. I love my job. I love meeting new people. I love mixing drinks. I love serving people, actually. And it fulfills me, you know, every day I go to work. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to work. I just, you know, I get to meet beautiful women from all over the world again to meet very yes 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 most definitely i have to say that very much so very very beautiful and um yeah i mean i I don't think i would be doing anything else right now i think this best suits me my personality my style my flow so yeah so if you're a waiter now in the restaurant industry you want to stay in the restaurant industry for at least for at least now yeah for now do you see yourself switching roles in the restaurant? I most definitely do. Mm-hmm. I always joke with my friends. I tell them I'm going to own one of the best restaurants here in BIM in the future. Or I would like to own a nightclub as well. I don't know why that's a joke to your friends instead of... I just joke about it because I also live my life with extreme realism. And mm-hmm. coming from the background, I've 
come from. You know, every day is not promised. Most definitely not. Like today I can be here and tomorrow I could end up in a hospital or I could be dead or... You do say that a lot. You do always say tomorrow's not promised. And then I live it every day because, like I said, the environment I'm in, that I've raised up in, I've seen a lot of different things. And the world constantly, every day shows you that. You really need to appreciate life, you know. And when I do, like when I meet these people that come from overseas, you know, they're, they have all these things that's going on with them in the world, you know. They're living first world life. And then when they come here, it's, they're like slowed down. They're being, they're being made to slow down. And then I guess. Yeah, that's me you're talking about. They really get time to self-reflect. That's if they're a person that likes to self-reflect. But I feel like the islands give you that, you know, those views, the sun. It gives you time to just be serene and just think about what you really want from life. We have a beautiful view right now. Shout out to Toro Crib. <laughs> the chateau, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. We're on the south coast. Yep. Um, on a, what do you call this? It's like a, is this like a porch? A porch. <laughs> this drink is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing its job. Speaking. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, it's really nice. It's almost got, it's got like 180 views of the ocean. Um, and it's an overcast day. It's not too sunny. Yeah. But it's really nice out here. Yeah. The heat seems to like cool down a little bit now too, yeah? In the evenings, but I feel like the, the it's muggier during the day. Oh, yeah. Most We're hitting summer. Fully into it now. And then you got to prepare for the hurricanes that might come. You never know. But Barbados always have to this lucky factor. Like a lot of hurricanes over the past few 10 years maybe have missed us. But you know what didn't miss the island? <laughs> Do you know what didn't miss the, the island? Volcanic, the volcanic ash, yeah. Couldn't escape that. Yo. That was wicked, bro. That was actually crazy. That was actually crazy. It looked like somebody just took a bag of cement (laughs) and just dropped it on the island. (laughs) Boom. Yeah, like just, I I can't believe it. I swear it was the apocalypse starting, to be honest. I was like, damn, like what next now? Was that in April? Might have been late. Yeah, it was in April. April, Um, So in April of 2021, on the island of St. Vincent, which is about 100 plus miles east of Barbados, um, this volcano called, uh, was it Mount Soufrier? Yeah. Uh, erupted. La, La Soufrier. La Soufrier. Yeah. Which I believe means the sulfur. Oh, love how you roll that R there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, it erupted in such a way that the winds carried volcanic ash 111 plus miles west to the island of Barbados, and it was completely covered. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't see. I, I don't even know how to describe it, it. The experience, you need to live it. Yeah, you, yeah. You need to be there, feel it, experience it. It's something that will always stay with you for sure. Like, And I'm not talking about, she's not talking about just like a little bit of ash. This was ash like never before, bro. <laughs> Raining ash for days. For days. Days. Days on top of days. <laughs> and not only that, like the ash no is not sun. going anywhere. And yeah. there was no sunlight. So it was so dark and depressing. I mean, I drank alcohol through most of it, you know, because we yeah. couldn't work either. You couldn't go out? Yeah. Um, they had to cancel work, obviously, because the environment is not right. Right. But it was, it was, it was, it was serious. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. That ash can really mess up your eyes. Like, if mm-hmm. you come or are you ever in a situation like that, anyone? Wear like, goggles. Yeah. I advise, especially when it's like that, like fully thick. Even like now, we're still getting a little bit of dust here and there. You still feel like a thin layer mm-hmm. anywhere you go. 
you still see it there. It takes time for it to go away, you know? Yeah, even with all the windows and doors shut, which, you know, could make it really hot, uh, <laughs> like your, your an oven you in your house, AC. you would still be able to find just a layer of ash indoors. No matter, you couldn't avoid it. Mm-mm. Even your clothes would bring it in, your shoes, yeah. whatever it is. But um, we survived it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I guess for me, that was like, I mean, it showed me that like humans, we can survive almost anything. I can't say anything, everything, mm-hmm. but we can survive almost anything, you know? A little ash, even maybe a tsunami, earthquake, someone is going to survive it. They're going to get through. So I feel like I live for that. I live to know that I survived through these hard economic periods. COVID, no mm-hmm. ash, no still COVID, second lockdown. Um, it builds perseverance, you know. I actually have a famous quote to uh, Marcus Aurelius. He okay. says, you only have power over your mind and not outside events, you know. You can't control things around. You can only control what you can control around you, you know. So I try to detach myself from things. Like if I see in world news, things happening, like, you know, the example, like the Palestine and Israel, they had that whole bombing with each other mm. issue. And yeah, I sympathize completely. Don't get me wrong, like with them, but I don't have any control over it. So to let it like fearmonger me into living my life or to affect my mental state, I can't let that do that. I can't let it throw me off my game. I still got to live my own reality right now, you know? I cited that because there are so many events. I hear what you're saying, but there are so many events where we may feel like there's nothing we can do about a situation, but if we actually look out for resources or just have conversations, we may find that there actually is something we can do. I don't want to get political, but <laughs> like the first thing I think about is is voting, for example, in the U.S., which is a pretty big deal to me. Yeah. Um, just given all of the bullshit that I that is very obvious from 2020 and 2021. Yeah. Some people have the opinion that oh, like there's nothing I can do about this, so I'm just gonna like let it be. But there, there always is something that I think we can do. Even if you've just donated five dollars to some cause that's supporting efforts in in Palestine or Israel, um, I think there's always something we can do. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, I'm more meaning like letting it affect your mental yes. and how you operate throughout your life and how you deal with people. You know, example like you keep seeing, you know, um, you know, with the vaccines and stuff and the COVID and stuff like. People are scared, you know? People don't want to come outside. People don't want to touch each, touch each other. Mm-hmm. But it's like, still, you have to live around people. You have to be around people. So don't let it don't let it stop you from living your life, you know? Try to live it as responsibly as you should. Obviously, respecting other person's boundaries and opinions and stuff like that. But still, like, don't, don't let it stop you from being in control and doing what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, you only have one life. You know, it's not good. Time doesn't come back. It will never come back. Yeah. In the words of Eminem, life is no Nintendo game. (laughs) (laughs) It is. is. Shout out to Eminem. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad to hear that you're doing what you want to be doing with your life. Yeah. You mentioned that you wanted to talk about relationships. Let's yeah. do a little segue. This is a first because most of my guests actually just don't have something that they want to discuss outside of the straightforward questions. Mm-hmm. So what about relationships? I guess just to start it off, I feel like there's a, obviously working and working in, 
you know, the restaurant industry or the service industry. I get a lot of guys and women who keep on, you know, coming up and saying, um, yeah, like, like they're having issues with love and finding love or, you know, guys don't act the way they want them to act or women, vice versa. It's the same dilemmas, different situations, but everyone is seeming to have this issue, you know, with relationships. And I can understand it. I feel like this is a big, a big division between men and women right now and how we see things when it comes to relationship and how we want things to be. And I just feel like, you know, it shouldn't be like that. We have to work together, especially, you know, being that the way the world is right now, I feel like we need more communal love, more love amongst each other than mm-hmm. to be divided. Like we're always divided with when it comes to religion, opinion, uh, political views, this there, black, white, Chinese. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we all going to bleed. We all going to die. So what's really creating all these different barriers? You know, we who create these barriers when it comes to religion and all these things. And I guess, yes, there's going to be different opinions. That's something we have to accept. For sure. You know, but I still feel like when it comes to relationships, you know, there needs to be something, something done, something to help change the way things are working. I, I'm getting women coming telling me like they haven't been with a guy for like three years, like just because she's been hurt from a situation. This is like a, a, a really mature person. She hasn't gotten past a hurt what from the, a few years ago, you know? So well, that's because sometimes you guys be on some fuck shit. Yeah, I, I give you that. I honestly do. We men, we are, we can be a bit doggish, you know. Mm-hmm. But the same does go for women as well. What? Yeah, women don't always. What? I'm batting my eyelashes. <laughs> yes, contrary to what you may have believed, like women <laughs> are not just those perfect little creatures. They are humans, and they do make mistakes, you know. And I love women, you know, like women are very cool people. And I feel like y'all have a very important role in society yes. to play. But are you playing that role to what? Are you really doing it or are you just being like the others, you know? Oh, I think it depends on what you think our role is. That is true, too. You know, I mean, I think her role should be whatever role she wants it to be. But still, like when it comes to society, what are you doing to help? uplift your community uplift the people around you uplift your friends around you that's another thing i guess with life like i see so many people like i'm very young i see so many older people and i don't really find many people that i look up to like oh i like how you move because i'm finding people who are older than me with the mindset Hmm. of a younger person so age is obviously yes just a number here's a person who's older but um older than you but has a younger mindset that dude from house who was bugging <laughs> y'all there was a situation last weekend a situation oh, where man. anyway we don't need to get into it we can get into it we can get into it we already into it let me get to the nitty gritty let your, your fans probably want to hear it all right Try, so here's yeah, here's what Barbados. happened i was in this this place in St. Lawrence Gap, go figure, in the south, called House. It's a car park. Um, very, very, like, simple place people hang out and go to f- after uh, dinner or whatever. Yeah, they had they made the strongest ramen course ever in BIM. I'm telling you, if you come to Barbados and you want to get fucked up, go to House. <laughs> Honestly. I ain't lying to you. Again, you lie. You, can't, you hear this? You come to Barbados and you want to get mashed up, go to House. 
Well, on behalf of my friend, I'm going to say don't go to Hal's because she pretty much canceled it because of this. So I'm in Hal's after having gone to this rum vault tour, um, which was fantastic at Mount Gay in Bridgetown. And I'm in there hanging out with my friends and I get a call from and he is like, hey, we can't get in. Um, there's like a situation up front. So I'm, I go up front to see what's happening. And I'm, I've been pretty friendly with the um, bouncer guy, security yeah. guard. So I was like, why can't they come in? There are other people who are coming in right now. What's going on? And then he's just like, Toro, this guy is who doesn't even work here is in like coming at me for whatever reason. And I was like, hey, OK, well, you know, guy, like, just relax. Everything's fine. Um, he's like, no, like the COVID police are here. Does your friend not realize that? And was simply just looking, looking for me. She wasn't trying to get in. Mm -hmm. She was looking for me from the outside. This yeah. guy gets in her face. Um, he, he and most definitely did. And I think it's because some, maybe it's because of her size. Cause she's a pretty small woman. Um, but he like doesn't pop off. It's very chill. Pisces vibe energy doesn't pop off she was popping off in the streets being like da, 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 like calling him out and then he came up to us like aggressively shoved one of my friends i stepped up i got pulled back i didn't step up aggressively though i was just like slowly like okay so what are we doing here and then anyway you about to throw these hands or what? You yeah, know, I, I was trying to, I'm like, what are you about to <laughs> yeah, do? What I, are you I'm about not, to do? She looked like she was about to, like, she looked like she could handle herself. Toro, I'm not going to lie, guys. Like, <laughs> she can handle herself. I believe so. But anyway, I'm glad that somebody was there to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. There's no point in escalating situations like that. It's not worth it. And this goes back now to what I'm saying, like, with older people. Because that guy, he was an older gentleman, yeah? Yeah. And obviously for me, like, he's... It was not a good example to set to younger fellas. Dude, because his son like, was there. Correct, exactly. And his this is, like 10-year-old son. This is what I'm saying. I can't give anyone, I don't care who you is, ranks, anything. If especially once you get to a certain age and you're still doing things that you should have grown out of, you know, because at the end of the day, as a man, you know, you have to set an example to the younger guys coming up. There are a lot of younger guys that live up in the neighborhood that I live around, you know. And they're not going to tell you, oh, I look up to you. But there's one little guy that I know, he always sees me. And he like, you know, every time he sees me, he give me a, like a shout, like, you know, yeah. And I could tell that he's, he observes me. He observes mm -hmm. how I move. He like my energy, you know. And mm -hmm. it's good because obviously he sees something in me that I do see in myself. And I see something in him because for him to be observant, to see it. So I know obviously he's always going to be watching my movements, anything that I do. So, yeah, I might not be the most ideal uplifting character because I'm a small kid and stuff like that. But still, when it comes to being a man or a young man, I'm going to keep it real with him and let him know that you don't do this, Aww. but do that, you know? Yeah. I'm not telling you that you have to do it, but I can just, you know, I want to show you the ropes. So It's mentoring and yeah. mentoring always works both ways. Yes. And especially in the black community, there are not enough black guys, older guys helping out the younger guys like giving them the right advice to live life with women with relationship and i feel like that's another thing a lot of women are like what was going on why are the, all these guys just like dicks and assholes you know they're they don't have any charisma they don't have any swag they don't have any they don't they don't they just they're not what's the word um, nurturing or you know um what you call it that's the word i'm looking for i can't find it right now but you know 
they're not very in touch with what they want to do or who they really are. So intuitive, but, intuitive, yeah. Mm -hmm. And with relationships, you have to be intuitive, especially with a woman. A woman doesn't always say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna," you know, you know. She something she wants you to feel out the vibe. She wants you to correct, catch a hint, you know, take a hint, give you a little free game, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's another reason why relationships ain't working. We don't have enough strong men helping out the younger guys coming up. So their 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 ideal of their idea of what love should be and what love should look like, or maybe not love, but how the interaction should be with a woman is gonna be very wrong. You know, a lot of guys gonna be on this aggressive get, 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 and not try to be just chill and just take it one step at a time. Yeah. That is so funny you say that or and interesting. Because I interviewed um, Daveney, my friend Daveney Ellis, who's a poet and he works in TV and broadcast. And we were talking about male intuition mm -hmm. and how it's lacking, how men don't maybe realize they have it, don't know how to tap into it, don't know how to listen to it. So you're saying the exact same thing. And that's that's pretty cool. And that's why I'm really happy to be interviewing Bayesians because I want to find the commonalities across you guys <laughs> and what what your your perceptions are of this society. Yeah. Um it's it's a great place, you know. It's it's working. It's it's a place that you come, you're gonna fall in love with it, you know. Like I said, it has the ups and downs like everyone else, but it's a lovely place to live. Um it's relatively safe compared to other Caribbean islands. Don't don't you just saying <laughs> I have to, I'm just keeping it real. Like, you know, the police do it. Uh, they do their jobs here when it's ready. But yeah. Um, but like I said, there's there's a lot of issues that can be dealt with. You know, right now, like example, like there was this. Their their minimum wage was recently increased here, but still there were like employers grumbling and you know making it seem like oh that's raise this minimum wage was a little too, you know, too much. But to me, it's like, oh, a lot of these businesses are making a lot of money. And mm -hmm. just to raise it to, what, $9 or eight twenty-five, they think it is right now. I think it was like 7 something. And our dollar is like 2 to 1 to the states. Right. And we have one of the lowest minimum wages across the world for the dollar that is so strong. That's crazy. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, actually. And as soon as he says that, the rain starts to fall. The energy never lies. So <laughs> make it make sense. Uh, that's a a phrase that we say here yeah make it make sense like how does that make any sense i know like example even in certain countries in europe they have their dollar is weaker but when it comes to you know their minimum wage it's like pretty decent i mean you calculate the whole conversion rate and all of that yeah yeah but there's there are a lot of issues that can be tackled and hopefully there will be i don't know if this government is going to deal with them or the next government we'll see how things play out Shouts to Prime Minister Mia Moore Motley. Yes, yes, yes. Respect her. Most definitely. But yeah, um, we're going to see how things go. It's just take one day at a step at a time. You know? Anything else you want to talk about when it comes to relationships? Mm, I think that, you know, women need to give guys a little, a little break too, you know? Me personally, I've had a few women who judge me based off of how much money I make, you know, because obviously my job, I'm a waiter, you know, and I could tell just based off of the conversation that, you know, they're like, okay, he's not, you know, a six-figure earner, mm -hmm. you get me? And I feel like you got to start be so obsessed over this whole, like, you know, what a guy has, because it's not really 
money is just a tool to live the lifestyle you want to live. Yes, I agree. We need it. Women need it. Yeah, but if you're just solely out there for what a guy has, then nah, that's not a high value woman. You know, high value woman is a woman that knows, yeah, I got it going on for me. And I like this guy. I'm saying that you need to drop your standards, whatever you need your standards to be, but don't always just be looking out for like, you know, what you can get out of him, you know, or what he can do for you. Because we, yes, believe it or not, men do have feelings too. Yes, and there's some men that I'm pretty sure that they're, they're trying to hit on you and they, they like you, they like your vibe, you know? So they might want something serious out of it too. So you're going to stop your options or stop a good guy from getting in your life maybe because he just doesn't drive a wild BMW or you get me? Now, always just look at the material things. This life is way more than material things. When all of us die, we're going right back to the dust. To the ashfall dust. Correct. <laughs> damn I feel like that's almost like a point to end it at shit yeah, for sure ladies you heard him I mean you know be easy no not be easy <laughs> no, I'm telling you wait that's not, like, what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I meant that's not what I meant by be easy I don't want to say that you want to tell me be easy no you telling me to do I ain't gonna answer that nah I'm, I'm just saying like yes you can have standards yes you can want what you want for yourself I'm just saying like just look past more than the material stuff that a guy has and really try to figure out who this person is to the core. Like some women think that men don't really have a, a good personality, that we're like just a rot, like we're pretty easy to read. Like we're not mm. really complex. We're very complex creatures the same way women are. You know, we have feelings, we have... And the rain falls harder. Yeah. They're trying to drown out all this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know... I'm not saying to be easy for sure not. Nah. You gotta you gotta know what you're worth still. Like and I ain't telling you to just give it up to any and every guy, you know? You gotta pick which guy you think as a woman best suits for you sexually and emotionally and physically and spiritually. Yeah. Mm. Akeem. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for no being problem. here. Thank you today. for having me. Thank you for having me. It was actually really fun. I ain't gonna lie, guys, like, you know. Sam, she's doing something good here for sure. And I feel like this podcast, you know, doing it in Barbados and interviewing locals is a really good idea. So thank you for having me for sure. Yeah. Where can the fans find you? Um, you can find me right well, if you come anytime soon, currently, <laughs> you know, um at Cocktail Kitchen in the gap. And yeah. Instagram. Instagram, Keems, K V E M Z. And yes, I will be checking your page to see what type of person you are because I don't accept any of everyone. I'm very private with certain things, you know? Yeah, but, my Instagram was vetted before uh, communication was. Yes, you have continued. to do that. You got to do that, you know? You sign, you meet a lot of like, call off freaky people signings, unfortunately, that you don't know them about that. Mm -hmm. I don't really want you all up in my business, but I don't even post most of my life on social media, anyhow. So. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you can find me at K-V-E-E-M-Z -E -E and yeah, Kims with a V and you can check out my page. All right. Well, guys, see you later. Yeah. Bye. Later. Let's go get another drink. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can follow the pod at Bullish with Toro on Instagram. And if you'd like to be a guest or have a friend in mind to be a guest, please let me know. May you continue to get after it. Until next time. It's Bullish with Toro. Bye.